Hi, this is Dean, and we are back with episode 5 of We Will Talk, hosted by Praxis Group. I'm Ethan. I'm Brandon. Alright, so let's jump right into it. We have some market updates for you, uh, looking at a lot of news coming from the uh, financial markets. Uh, before we jump into that, let's talk about mortgage rates, where they are, and a few other updates that came this week uh, that look at the overall economy. So first things first, Janet Yellen, she's going to be the new uh, Secretary of Treasury. Uh, she was just uh, sworn in, and one of the two of the things that are on her plan are, of course, uh, dealing with the pressing issue of Social Security. Um, Social Security fund is expected to be depleted by 2035 uh, so it's going to be a although it's a few years from now uh, it's still a good time for the for the current administration to decide what they're going to be able to do with it how they're going to be able to expand the funding also increase benefits uh, so that's one thing that the new chairman will take up uh, one of the things that she's already announced is in order to expand social security benefits uh, she wants to go ahead and um, tax individuals who are making more than $400,000 a year more. Um, of course, there's going to be some more exact numbers uh, as well as the new uh, financial brackets and groups. But the thing is, is that uh, we also have the pressing uh, pandemic. And as we know, the uh, Federal Reserve had already said that rates are going to be pretty uh, stagnant for the rest of the year. There's not expected to be many um, upswings, at least in interest rates, um, meaning that uh, we're expecting that this pandemic is going to go on for a while, but there has been some um, opportunist, I'm sorry, not opportunistic, uh, optimistic news that came out uh, <laughs> with uh, new uh, vaccine releases and also the companies who haven't released their vaccines yet. They're also being able to push their vaccines forward. One of the companies, I do forget their name, um, they weren't an American company, but they were able to uh, increase, or sorry, they're able to expedite their vaccination process two months earlier. So they're going to be releasing it two months earlier than expected. And, and that's the news that's been coming out from a few other different companies. Um, so that's kind of where we are. Oh, mortgage rates, uh, where they are, not a lot of change uh, since we really started the Re-Real Talk podcast. We're still hovering around that 2.7% uh, for the 30-year fixed uh, coming from the Freddie Mac. So probably we're not going to be seeing a lot of changes since the Fed already said that, again, interest rates are not expecting to raise those uh, given the global pandemic. So we still expect them to either stagnate or probably even decrease if the pandemic gets worked. But right now, I think our prediction will be that you can just uh, expect them to be steady. Uh, steady around that uh, upper twos. I don't think they're going to be hitting the lower threes anytime uh, soon. So, so that's it for me. Um, obviously, we have a lot of stuff going on into the stock uh, world. So, Ethan, uh, let's. how's your portfolio been in the last few hours? <laughs> I saw it all. I'm net positive because I sold everything. No, I'm just kidding. Hey. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. I don't really know how to like encapsulate this in like two minutes, but I mean, I mean, can I curse on here? It's going crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. I've <laughs> never seen this before. So for those of you who don't know, GameStop, dying company, basically all the hedge fund managers are shorting the stock. They're saying they're betting that the stock is going to go down. Everybody on social gets together and they say, no, screw those guys. Buy, 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 buy. Pushes the stock price up. By this Friday, that would have cost the hedge funds close to $6 billion because they bet that the stock was going to go down. They would have had to cover that call and pay for the higher price. So this morning, this morning, uh, brokerages like Robinhood, Webull, TD Ameritrade, some of these have actually stopped being able to trade GameStop 
AMC, BlackBerry. These are the three big ones that everybody was pushing up, up, up. Today, since that, that happened, GameStop is down 55%. So far, by the way, so far. So far. <laughs> We're only at midday. Who knows how... 138. <laughs> up higher, you keep dropping. I don't know. AMC is down 58%. BlackBerry is down 53%. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. For the first for the first like two hours of trading, I know I heard a lot of Robinhood users weren't able to even access their accounts at all. Oh, I got the email actually that that said that. It's crazy. I mean, they they blocked you from being able to buy it. You could only sell it, and then even if you tried to sell it, it would block that. Yeah. It was almost like they were forcing people to just wait until they had to take a loss on it. Yeah. It was why I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hearing a lot of class action lawsuit talk against Robinhood market makers and stuff like that. I don't know how much of that is actually going to come to fruition, but it's I'm I'm here for the ride because I was in on it. So if there's a class a class action lawsuit, I'll let you guys know because I'm in there. <laughs> I think it's so interesting though um, because when the news was coming out, it was all these you know things coming from like Reddit, you know all these like different uh, Reddit chats. And I think it's so cool that, not necessarily cool, but I think it's so funny that Elon Musk was actually one of the big catalysts telling people to buy, buy, buy. So we have like one part of the economy or like one huge sector, like big tech, you know, on the West Coast, like dominating the West Coast, you know, the California economy kind of going head to head, battling it out with these, you know, New York stockbrokers, these these big hedge fund managers. And now there's this whole thing with like how the administration is going to deal with this because so many people on Wall Street feel like they got hurt. And another, a lot of people in the tech industry, like a lot of, you know, these smaller traders feel like they've already been getting hurt for, from, the, from the hedge funds for the, for the last so many years. So it's going to be crazy to see what's going to happen in D.C. politics. That's the thing is that the hedge funds are now crying bloody murder when they've been doing it to the average retail investor for the last 40 years. Right. Screw them. Who cares? I don't care that you lost $6 billion. Yeah, I actually saw one of them. One of the everyday people that made twenty thousand right. dollars. That's really what they're doing. It's, it's the the most the biggest screenshot that I saw is a guy made five million bucks, and he was so happy he could finally do all the stuff he ever wanted to do. That's freaking awesome. Right. They they lost six billion dollars. That wasn't even their money. It's their client. That's oh the my! It's not even not even most of it. Not I'm even. So frustrated. I'm so frustrated. Yeah, I heard one of them. I forget their name. It was what started. It sounded like. Mm, I forget Mark something with an M financials, but they lost. I was they lost like thirteen billion. I was watching Mad Money last night, and it was just crazy. Crazy, yeah. All right, well, that's that's a lot coming from uh, from the financial sectors. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it spills over to real estate. If if it keeps going like this, my prediction is is that volatility from the stock market is going to make people go to more traditional and conservative types of investment, uh, probably going into bonds um, as well as I think people would maybe even opt in for real estate at this point. Uh, I don't know about if it's going to be necessarily going into the condo uh, market. Actually, Ham, you have some updates about neighborhoods in DC, which ones are faring well and which ones are not, you know, uh, were, you know, are becoming more affordable. So how about you hop into that? Well, actually, coming off of what you're going to say, I was going to make another comment. Go for I it. Money's going to go into Bitcoin. Ooh, okay. Maybe we can see a little bit of run up in that. But uh, uh, looking at uh, my topic for today, I'm going to keep it short. But it's a little bit about uh, you know gentrification in Washington D.C. And yeah, I said it was going to be about affordable neighborhoods, but it's going to be about uh, more like more expensive neighborhoods and how 
you know, gentrification has led to uh, house, housing, uh, home prices rising, and it's going to keep doing that. Okay. So, you know, since 1940s, they've seen a really intense uh, gentrification, and uh, it was really from like 2000 to 2012. And now today, D.C. holds the number one, the rank of number one for beautiful neighborhoods in uh, the United States. Like, uh, for example, Mount Pleasant, Georgetown. Uh, I know you, you have some favorites out there in that area. They're seeing a lot of new development. And uh, plans by uh, Mayor Mario Bowser, has, they've invested over $100 million in places like that. And they also plan to put over uh, more than 36,000 housing units by 2025. So, like, you can tell they're really doing a lot of good work and, uh, you know, do it with not only more expensive housing, but affordable housing in all of these. And uh, it could turn into a very, I mean, it already is a nice, beautiful city, but it could turn into something even better. So, yeah, I think I think one thing that you spoke about, um, yeah, gentrification, I think there, there's an interesting movie yeah. called Residue. It's on Netflix and it talks about it's actually about a gentleman who moves back to um, Eckington. And, you know, he's it's somebody who hasn't been in D.C. for a while. And, you know, seeing all the changes that have happened, you know, how the neighborhood has gentrified. So I think that's a, you know, gentrification is such a topic that I feel like a lot of people are don't know yet. I feel like if you're trying to get a good understanding of uh, what we're talking about and specifically to D.C., because that movie is actually about uh, somebody moving back to D.C. It's a really emotional. It's a really nice an artistic film so something i would definitely recommend if you're trying to learn more but also learn about it in a uh, more enter you know more interesting and intriguing way also i mean you can go out and if you drive through dc you can drive through some neighborhoods and they're going to be really nice beautiful million dollar homes couple million dollar homes and then you're like you go right that next next door down the block you know you can, there, there's a big difference but you can you can tell they're putting work into improve those differences yeah it's good that they're also adding uh, more affordable housing. You know, that's, that's a good thing that, you know, they're going to be adding. Also, they have the different programs like HPAP. So, you know, people who are working and they, they're making less than a certain income, but they, you know, want to qualify for a home. Those are also programs that the D.C. government is, is offering. Um, so, yeah, but hopefully we can see some expansion on those, especially now with COVID, especially now with a lot of people having to go into their savings um, really, hopefully, the economy. Sorry, the administration can cut us some slack uh, with either new checks or some tax incentives, something. Because you know we're all we're all battling for the money now. So I'm down for some tax incentives. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for, uh, for for me. Do you guys have anything else you want to add today? No, nothing. I think we're good. We'll see. We'll see what the stock market does. See how crazy we can get later. Yeah, we'll keep it updated. Um, by the time we edit and release this, there'll probably be a lot more changes. So just so everybody knows, this was shot on <laughs> Thursday at 11.45 a.m. So if it comes back in two hours after we release this and all of a sudden AMC goes up 3,000% and Bitcoin is oh, up. We'll be, we'll be don't come back and tell us, all right? <laughs> if that's the point. You guys won't even see the episode. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll be trading. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Wishing everybody a good and safe uh, weekend. And uh, let us know if you want to tour homes virtually or from your phone. Uh, we're here to do that. Ethan and, uh, is licensed in Virginia. I'm licensed in D.C. My dad, Fred, who's on our team, is licensed in Maryland. So we can give you access to all the homes on the MLS. And we can uh, drive and just do live videos and live chats and uh, go from there. Okay. So everybody have a good weekend. Uh, keep your eyes on the market. And that's it for Real Real Talk.